Welcome back to Results Train. Hello, everybody. Another day, another dollar. Yeah, that's exactly what went through my head. And I was Is like, it? I don't know if we're going there, but I almost said it. And then you did. I just extroverted everything I'm thinking. So you always know where you're at with me. Hey, that's not a bad that's thing. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's true. And that oh. actually segues <laughs> perfectly into that was what we were going scripted. to talk about. I know, I, know, I was we, like, we look, are, are, we, we're going right we're there. Right into it. We look like we're super scripted, but we do not. <laughs> we have a topic and that is yep. as much as we have. We literally have two things written down on the paper. Like two words. words. <laughs> yeah, not things. <laughs> That's a reach. Two words written on a paper saying, hey, friends, this is what we're going to talk about. And then Sarah, boom. Boom. Just right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So one thing that we've gotten the opportunity to do um, with some teams is do consulting engagements yes. and really focusing on the five dysfunctions of a team, which the first dysfunction is absence of trust, which happens quite a bit, especially when things are really disruptive, like they've been the last two years. Yep. Um, and the second dysfunction is... Fear of conflict. Yes. So an artificial harmony. And... I am a harmony-based person, which means we don't always like conflict. Yuck, get out of here. I don't yeah. like conflict. Keep it away. Stay over there. Stop. Stay in your lane over there because we are not going to have conflict. And then, I don't know about you, Sarah. Yeah. But do you want to know what happens when I don't address things that need to be addressed? Uh, everything works out just fine. <laughs> if, only. if only no things get what? so much bigger than they actually need to be um this happens at work this happens at home this happens in every relationship the less i want to address something mm -hmm. the bigger everything else gets yeah you know it is and it can like it's bad it can get really bad okay all of a sudden, resentment can start to happen. Yeah. Uh, the stories that we, assuming positive intent goes out the window and storytelling starts happening inside my brain. My brain. Yeah. yeah. What happens to you if you uh, don't address conflict? Um, so I'm trying to be like, when did I not address conflict last? Because mm -hmm. um, I feel like maybe it's because I'm very, like, I'm so busy right now that I don't have time. Yeah. You don't have time for the BS. I don't have time for the BS. So I try to bring it to the surface. I One thing that I don't do a great job of is just getting to the point right away. Sometimes oh. I talk around it so that... Is my that's your harmony coming out half-ass artificial <laughs> harmony? Like this needs to be addressed. I'm not good at addressing it, so I'm just gonna say it and then ah, that's <laughs> kind. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at today. So thinking about vulnerability mm -hmm. and thinking about how important vulnerability is to trust yeah. and is to conflict. How do you like whether it's at home or at work or wherever? Like. Yeah. I know you just said you're not always direct, but how do you hack that a little bit? Uh -huh. Do you ever do you ever say like, oh, this is really uncomfortable for me, so I'm just gonna say it? Like, what do you do? How do you get going? Uh, or are you just awkward just until you awkward get there? And say it, I think. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think about like some of the transitions and stuff, conversations and core counts, and I just be awkward and throw it out there. And even uh, in that longer meeting or whatever, I'm like. So it's been four hours and 
and done what we said we were gonna do here. Um, what are you fools doing <laughs> at that table downstairs? Yeah, I mean, I was virtual, so I didn't have that much influence anyway. But um, so that's how I passively aggressive do it. I don't avoid. I you typically don't avoid it completely, or mm-hmm. um, like I, I'm not saying that this isn't a growth thing that I've done because there's been times where. I don't talk about it and then it gets worse and it gets worse just like you talked about. Um, but with my team that I get, that I've had the opportunity to build, Uh I'm just like, nope. Uh, if I have a problem with Melissa, I might talk through it with uh, one other person and just so that I can talk through it because I'm an external processor and then I'm going to deal with it. Just like that one time when I remember when I called you or texted you and said, are you available? And you weren't. And then I called Chad and he wasn't available. So then I just dealt with the problem right away because mm-hmm. there was a conflict yep. and I needed to resolve it. I wanted to talk through it. I didn't have that opportunity. Yep. So I just went and solved or said, yeah, that just didn't feel good. Yes. And that's how I broached something that was a difficult conversation and we got through it. Yep. So yep. being vulnerable to just say, that didn't feel good. Yeah. And you know, there is some truth, like, Sometimes we realize it doesn't feel good in the middle of it. Uh And if we can remind our brains that at that point when we realize Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel good, then we can say, this doesn't feel good. Or we can change our tone. For the fingers, I I think something's off here. Absolutely. (laughs) They might want to not want to say I don't feel. That's true. Yeah. 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 I'm a feeler in case... You guys were wondering yeah. if you didn't realize. 99% of our audience is probably feelers. feelers. Absolutely. So, you know, just realizing what's going on inside and then choosing a different tactic or choosing, you know, going down things a different way. Um, something that um, your coach and I were visiting about mm-hmm. recently, I loved this idea in communication. Um, is looking for the 10%. And I didn't know what that meant. I'd never heard it before. But typically, we can find 10% to agree on. Mm -hmm. And this is a really new concept for me. And as someone who is a restorative questioner, so I, I, like, I mine for the best solution. And sometimes that can come off as really being disruptive and can even come off as disrespectful. And that's not my intent at all. I'm just trying to find a way to make something the best it can be. But um, this idea of finding the 10% that we can both agree on. So something you say, if I can think about 10%, I can probably find 10% we can agree on. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we invite that 10% in, then as we venture towards addressing the other 90%, Mm feels, since a majority of people are feelers, a lot better to continue into that conversation knowing we've agreed on at least 10%. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's a great way to approach that. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty great. Mm -hmm. He is great. So I'm holding back a story, those Darren stories. So oh, don't go um, back. Got in I'm inviting it in. I got in conflict with my daughter and husband last night because she had downloaded an app that I had specifically said, "Let's talk about these things before you do them," um, and she did not. 
Um, not like it. It wasn't a bad one at all. Yeah. And 99% okay. of your kids have it. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know <laughs> what I'm just might stinker, a stinker when it comes to certain things. And um, so I found this out. And I said, well, I'm going to go talk to your dad. This is hilarious because you know my husband. I'm going to go talk to your dad about the consequences of this situation. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm and, here for um, this conversation. Yeah. So I, I'm like, did you know about this? And he's like, yeah, she added me. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, she didn't add me. So now my feelings are worse. So this is going to be way worse. This conflict is now escalated. It is escalated. Um, quickly. Quickly. And so then I go out there and I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. I'm maybe making it a bigger deal or whatever. And I try to have artificial harmony. <laughs> Just kidding. Mm -hmm. And make a joke about it. And it okay. did not go over well. Oh, correct. So I said, punishment. We did. We talked about it and we did not talk about the punishment because mm -hmm. he's against punishing or whatever he is. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Parenting is very fun. Um, so uh, I said, your punishment is that you lose your phone for a week. Crepes. Yeah. And uh, she, I started sweating. She, she got real. That wasn't a joke apparently to her. And oh, you were you were not serious. Not you were just joking. Yeah. Like in my mom brain, yeah. I just started trying to solve all the problems yeah. that are going to come about by that phone being taken away yes. for a week. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it just made your your life harder. No, I know. And so that's where I, I said the word but, but she freaked out first. Oh, because the but was going to be, but you can have it anytime that I need to get a hold of you, which basically <laughs> means all, all the, the time. time, except for when like from 6 p.m. when we're having supper till you wake up. In the morning. Yes. And even then you have to set your uh, alarm. Because now that a phone is now an alarm. That's right. a thing. Yep. So the conflict at our house. <laughs> there was no artificial harmony <laughs> last night. It was just conflict and that. So then I and then Chad and I had to he got very angry that she was upset. He does not like to see his children upset. Oh. So if you wanna know where his Achilles heel is, that's it. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, so then I get more mad because I'm hilarious. like, so then I get mad at him and then I go solve the problem or whatever. But, um, what on earth did you say that triggered that story? I don't know. I don't know, but, but it was what, real conflict, not artificial harmony. What I love about it is how true, um, my therapist, because I have a great therapist, she oh, the ten percent. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Oh, By, do you have a, Do you have something? Yes. Okay. Oh, and then we'll go and to then your I'll, then I'll go to my therapist. Okay, this is so really good. So how I got Chad to calm down uh -huh. after he's like, "You're," um, was wow, well, we're we're a, we're a lot. You're welcome. You're welcome. So it was to be like, okay, and this is what our end result is for raising Kylie, uh -huh. and that's literally the only thing we could agree on how we get there we very much disagree sure um so we solved the problem but bringing in that 10 times common ground of this is what we want um yeah. her to be in the future so uh sorry full circle sometimes i'm like Melissa, would you get to the point and then you're probably like singing the same thing i mean me. we since we do extrovert a lot of things yeah we do probably feel that way every now and again yeah. sometimes in my mind, I go, I don't know where things are going. And then all of a sudden we're there and it happens. I need to start writing down like the point at the beginning of this before I get to the story. But let's talk about Melissa's therapist. So she's great. And 
If you ever need to talk to anyone, I recommend talking to a therapist. Get some of that stuff out of there so that some of the conflict, you, you learn some great tools. But one of the tools that I learned yeah. is about lid flipping. And I forget where she heard this um, years ago, but she talks about how if this is our brain, um, this is our prefrontal cortex, and that that's where a lot of logic is. And inside is our animal, our reptilian brain, where we just go right into reaction, fight, flight, freeze. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we flip our lids, then we can't think because we're just in our reptilian brain. And when you're... <laughs> you're bringing me back. Oh, to last name. Yep. Uh, I mean, and it's so true. It's just, it's None so of the true. I said out of anger or logical. Not at all. Just that emotion, and yeah. sometimes it, I ah, 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 it just goes crazy. Yeah. So when two people's lids flip, mm -hmm. we really have a hard time having good conversation. And so sometimes, like, if one person's lid has not yet flipped and this person's lid has flipped, sometimes the non-flipped lid can invite the person back into this more prefrontal cortex, some logical conversation and thinking. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, it's very, very difficult when two lids have flipped and have two primal brains commute. Not. It's not communicating, just reacting to and one another. at each other. Exactly right. And so it takes a really strong person to say, hey, I think we need to take a break and talk about this. We flipped our lids. Yes. Let's go for the back. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, even if having shared language and common language in an organization or in a family mm -hmm. is so important because if... If I were to look at Sarah, and let's use this lid flipping example, and if I said, Sarah, my lid is flipped right now, I need just a couple minutes, yeah. you would say, okay. <laughs> you know, in reality, since we're human, it might be like, <sighs> but we know we're not getting anywhere with two flipped lids, or even if someone is being vulnerable and authentic enough to say, my lid is flipped, I need some time. Yeah. Give it to them. That's the foundation of the dysfunctions is the, the trust to be able to say that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just so you know, Chad, you're going to be watching this mm -hmm. because we need to talk about the flipping lids. Like we, I talk about a matching, like matching oh. my anger and that's not what I need mm -hmm. or, or vice versa. I don't need to match his if he meets me somewhere. Mirroring neurons, that's a little uh, neurobiology, one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> uh, but mirroring neurons are, are very powerful and yes. sometimes they can hijack the entire conversation. They're sneaky, sneaky. So rather than having, like, I, I appreciate the, um, the lid flipping conversation because that's so helpful and so helpful for our, our viewers here. Yep. Um, so how do we... So that lid flipping would be not beneficial conflict if you're all both Ooh, flipped, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, both flipped, no good. So guys. how do we have constructive conflict mm -hmm. versus mm -hmm. artificial harmony? Mm -hmm. How do we have like real harmony but still enough conflict to uh, move things forward? Because sometimes just being in harmony isn't great either. Oh, absolutely. I mean, 
That is absolutely right. So, so oh, mine for conflict. That's yes. the phrase I was looking for. Yep. Um, and that's, I wasn't going to use it, even though I know it, that's not where I was going. But I think by really, um, and when you're, when I think about a team, mm -hmm. and that's any team, um, the important thing is that the team wins. Mm -hmm. And so by acknowledging that the outcome is that the team, the, the, the point of everything is that the team is winning. Mm -hmm. And if we go into the conversation with the intent that the team wins, that takes the conversation in a totally different space. Yeah. That's and agreeing on the 10%. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Nice work. Mm -hmm. Nice work in bringing that back. To tie it all together in yeah. my brain. I like it. Yeah. And, and so just lean into that and know that as you continue to find that 10% or the belief that you're going to find a place for your team to win. Now, that doesn't mean that we agree on every single thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the end, it means that we're not going to engage in politics and have the meeting after the meeting, after the meeting, after the meeting, after the meeting. Mm -hmm. But instead, we're going to say, okay, I agree with 90%, I don't agree with 10%, but I know that the consensus and the choices we're going to move this direction, I'm gonna be all in. Mm -hmm. That's so important. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, that, you know, if we're leaning into the bad 10%, that's just creating more mistrust. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then mistrust, opportunity to potentially flip the lid. Totally flipping. Flipping, mm -hmm. go do it. Mm -hmm. And when you flip your lid, just, just call it what it is. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. You're just going back to your reptilian brain. <laughs> it's normal. It's normal. Choose not to be normal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Choose to be amazing. Yeah. Because you already are. Yeah. So you are. Go ahead and lead into that. And have a great week. Take care. See you soon.